Hello, everyone, and welcome to this podcast episode of Working the Dash with TK. I am very excited today to be joined by Reginald Cooper. We are so happy that he is here today, and the topic of our discussion will be entitled A Heart to Give. Everyone, please welcome none other than Reginald Cooper. How are you today? I'm well, thank you, Takita, for having me. Oh, great. I just want you to just tell the listening audience a little bit about yourself. And um, you are a business owner, and we're just going to have a casual conversation here, so feel free to interject, and we're just going to talk about uh, this heart to give. But we want to first... Um, start out with who you are, um, what you do as a business owner, and um, as well as in your community, as well as church. So talk to us a little bit about who you are. Okay, thanks, Keith, for asking me. Uh, basically, I own a printing company in Mississippi. It's called Cooper T-Shirts and Embroidery. Been there 17 years here in the city of Memphis. And I go to Temple Deliverance Church of God in Christ, and I'm an elder there. And uh, I have been uh, giving since... I can remember my mother teaching me how to give. So she has put in me how to have a heart to give. Oh, that's great. So um, we know you as a giver. Most of, uh, of all of us who know who you are, you have definitely been a giver and you've taught so many people how to give. And today we're going to talk about this giving. You know, we are always on the receiving side, um, most of us, and we always want to know how to receive. But um, it, there's something very special about giving. So I want you to talk to us about the law of reciprocity and what that means to you and why giving has been such a key element in your life. Okay. I think that's where it first really starts with the law of reciprocity, because what that actually means is whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. Yes. And when you understand that, and if you understand it in the spiritual realm and only in the natural realm as well, and let's talk about the natural realm first, because I think it's, <clears throat> excuse me, I think it's important that we understand that we have to want to be able to be a blessing to someone in order to receive something. And if you want to receive, then guess what? You have to give because if you don't give, then you can't receive. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. Okay. So let's talk about the spiritual realm. Now, when we want to be a blessing to someone in the spiritual realm, we have to listen to the spirit that's inside of us. And that's where the real blessing comes because there are many times that you don't want to be a blessing to your enemy. (laughs) Wow. You see what I'm saying? But God always tells us to be a blessing to the enemy. And and we choose not to because we don't allow that spirit man to come out. We want to, you know, compress it or keep it down before it uh, comes up. And then that's where the real blessing comes. It really comes that way. When you give to a person that you know has wronged you. Wow. Okay. Now that's very difficult at times, you know, Mm -hmm. um, to give to people who have wronged you. That's a very, very powerful statement. And um, the law of reciprocity in and of itself helps us to understand why it's so important to to equally be um, just as concerned with giving to our enemies as well as to those who we say are our friends. Mm-hmm. Okay, let, let me share something with you about our friends. Uh, when it comes to giving to your friends, you can you can do that, but then do you expect something back from that person? All the time. All the time. See, so, <laughs> so, so now you're giving them with the wrong motive. And we haven't okay. even got to motive yet, but we're going to get to motive before this is over with. But when, if you said this is your friend, when you give something to your friend, you're really not expecting it back from your friend because your friend cannot Absolutely. give it back. If you understand how, how giving works, God puts in the heart of man who he wants to bless you. 
if, if I if I walk up to you and I just want to give you a hundred dollars, God has already put that in my heart to give it to yes. you. Now, friend, I'll take it. yeah, friend or not friend, okay. I'm still going to do what God's obeyed me to do and give it to you. But as a friend, then I say, well, if I look at it from the natural, the natural says that friend should be a blessing back to me because I've given to them. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? But if I expected you to give it back to me, then I can give it with the right motive. I don't want to get too far down the road. Okay. So, um, well, we're going to just keep on jumping in the conversation and we'll just keep going. Um, maximizing sowing and reaping. How do we maximize that season of our life? You're, you're, you're already, um, at the cusp of that part of the conversation. Mm -hmm. So how do we broaden, um, sowing and reaping and what is all of that about anyway? All right, let, let's talk about maximizing. And it's real, to me, since I've been doing this since I can remember, because I was taught this, how to maximize it is give what you would want somebody to give to you. Wow. That's how you maximize it. I wouldn't give you an old beat up watch that don't work. You see what I'm saying? I'm going to give you something that I bought for me that I like. And I got plenty of people with that can uh, tell you that, hey, I bought a $700 watch. I gave it away. Yes, I bought a $1,000 yes. watch. I gave it away. Because I want people to bless me that way. Now, right. here, I understand some people can't bless me with a $1,000 watch. But God knows the people that he can put in my circle to bless me with something more than a $1,000 watch. Yes. So that's how you maximize it by saying, I'm going to give you something that I know I like and I know that you would like. I won't give you some junk because if I give you some junk, then guess what? Junk comes back. <laughs> right. The law of reciprocity, right? right? So whatever you sow is coming back. So that's why you always want to maximize it by somebody say, hey, I like that ring you got on. And it's not your wedding ring, thank God. <laughs> and you say, you say, okay, since I like that ring, well, it's just a nice, but here, here, you take it. Will you do that? Will you, you maximize know, yourself? Will yeah, you see, maximize that's, that's, that? See, that's that's a, a tough one, huh? It's a little difficult. It's a How? Little difficult. Why is it difficult? It's a little difficult. Do you understand who has the cows on the Thousand Hill? I do. Do but you understand who even made you have that piece? I, yes, I do. But, you know, I love my ring. Uh -huh. and, and, I love and, it, too. But you want to maximize. You want to maximize it, right? But maybe not right now. Maybe okay. not today. <laughs> well, see, we're going to get to that heart then because yeah, the heart so has to be transformed the, the, now. The heart has to be, has trans to be transformed. But see, and that's just a nice thing to, to talk about because, um, you know, even though it's comical, we do become somewhat selfish. Mm -hmm. Or even mm -hmm. after we give to people, um, we keep reminding them mm -hmm. that, you know, Mm -hmm. We gave it to them. Exactly. You know, you're, we're talking about material things exactly. such as watches and rings mm -hmm. and things of that nature. But let's just stay with that. So if I continue to see that person and every time I see them in something mm -hmm. I gave them and I just say, oh, that is just so beautiful. I just, mm -hmm. you know, you know, it's almost like, well, why did you give it, give to, it to me? me right. like, so, um, well, that means you didn't give it the right spirit. Exactly. So because when you give something, you have given it to them. If they use it the right way or they don't use it the right way, you have given it to them and, and that's theirs. And you go on because you know your blessing doesn't come from them anyway. Uh, Reginald, why is it so hard for us as humans, just natural people, to give? Why, why is it so hard to let go? Well, I think it's because of the selfish nature uh, that we come into the world with. Everything is mine and mine alone, you know. Right. And I think that's where it comes from. And then, too, you don't understand that you don't want to give somebody something that you don't want. 
realistically. I mean, you don't want to give away some clothes or whatever, but, and sure, we all buy nice clothes, we buy nice cars and houses, but we want to make sure that, <clears throat> excuse me, when we give someone something, it's something of some substance too, and not, not necessarily even material things. You know what I'm saying? We can even, right. even sow, sow seeds of, of words of encouragement, you know, and blessings upon point. people. Great point. So just we don't want to keep it just to material things, but we are talking about the natural. But I want you to understand that if you're going to maximize this, then you have to give the best. You understand? But if yes. you don't give the best, then guess what? You're going to get what you sown out there. So you want somebody to give you the best. And I was talking about your ring. It, it'll be hard for you to give away that ring because you're like, oh, I like this ring. It probably cost me, you know, $500 or whatever. <laughs> right, right. Now, I don't expect people to go out and give a $500 ring away. I don't expect that. Right. That's, that's not realistic. But what I do expect is if you want somebody to sow in your life $1,000, then what should you do? Hmm. We understand the law of reciprocity. Whatsoever man sow it, that shall he reap. So do you think uh, $1,000 should come back to you? And see, there, there again, we have another, we, we have, a, we have a dilemma because okay. perhaps maybe we're, we don't think outside of what we give to say that if we give a thousand dollars, that we're going to get a thousand back in return. Mm -hmm. With the law of reciprocity, mm -hmm. we don't know how it's going to come back. That is true. We don't know how it's so it, it may come back in a thousand, you know, mm -hmm. the, as that thousand dollars, but it could be returned in other means, Absolutely. such as great health or. Absolutely. Being saved from uh, an accident or something to that effect because we did obey mm -hmm. God or give with the right spirit, give with That's the it. right motive, things of that nature. But I do want to back up a little bit to something that you said when we were born into this world. Um, I know that even in talks with uh, you have a very beautiful wife and um, even in talks with your wife, she's even talked about how when you come into this world and you're saying things uh, such as it's mine, it's mine. And we're born with the selfish um, nature because we don't know any better and we have to be taught mm -hmm. how to give. And uh, she also brought up a point that I want you to touch on as well about, you know, people who have given things away and people who have been very um, cordially, uh, a cordial giver, mm -hmm. but they've been hurt so badly in the past that it's mm -hmm. hard for them to get past that part of it. So it's just in their minds easier just to hold on instead of let go. And that's the trick of Satan. Mm. That's his trick. Uh, okay. Because what you understand is when you give it away, it's called give it away. Mm. It's no longer yours. And wow. You're giving it to them. Now you're trying to keep it because you're saying, well, okay, you hurt me and I gave you something. So be it. <laughs> right. So right. be it. I, I've done what God has called me to do. And he is the one who is in charge of ushering out blessings or whatever. You know, so once you give it away and you gave it away with the right spirit, <clears throat> it doesn't matter. So let's talk about this right spirit, mm -hmm. this right heart, because see, we're going to have to sow for generations to come. Absolutely. So that means we have to start the right way. So foundationally, mm -hmm. we have to have the right heart to give. So mm -hmm. let's talk about the heart to give. Okay. The heart to give is something that either you don't have it initially, and not saying you can't have it. It's either you don't have it initially or someone has to teach you that this is the way you get that heart. Now, I've, I've been around you, and I've been around uh, your husband, Elder Carter, as well. I've been around a lot of people. I've been, I've been around Dr. Charles Wallace, uh, the late Dr. Charles Wallace, and he mm -hmm. taught me a lot of things about giving as well. And what I found out is if you get around people who are givers, wow, they will teach you how to give. That's good. You understand what I'm saying? But if you get around people who <clears throat> are uh, parsimonious, stingy... <laughs> Come on, Parsimony. Yeah, right. Those kind of people, if you get around them, then guess what? Then you'll learn that behavior. 
And so you want to always put yourself around people who are givers, who are people who are always sowing into people's lives, not just for today, wow. but for generations to come. Now, I, as we, and I can share this with you, and I'm sure uh, Elder Carter and Dr. Wallace and Elder Amos won't mind, that when we go to the golf course and play golf, I, I pay some time for all of us. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they pay for all of us. But you know what? At first, they didn't. They came out, I'm paying for myself. Right, I'm paying right. for myself. But guess what? They saw that, hey, I'm paying this round. Then all of a sudden, Amy said, I got this round. Then Carter said, I got this round. So guess what? They learned from seeing other people do it. And Dr. Wallace, all the time, we would go out and eat and at a restaurant. He always trying to pay. I'm like, wait, Doc, I want to be blessed too. I want, right. I want to pay my, I want to pay my portion or my bill or whatever. But I found out what I had to do to be Dr. Wallace's. I had to give the the guy my credit card <laughs> when we walked in the door. Right. Okay. So this way, I can receive my blessing as well. Because you don't want a person just to them to get all the blessings. You want to be able to receive some blessings too. So you just automatically, you're, well, once you learn how to give and how to receive, then you want to make sure everybody around you become a giver. And that, that has to be taught because a lot of people are not taught that. Even into the churches today, it's not taught that you should be a blessing to people that you even come in contact with. Even if it's not but saying, you know, you look nice today and it's wow. good to see you. That's just being a blessing. That's a, that's a person with a heart wants to f- see another person feel good. See. see, and that's a, and a heart to give, you know, it, it just really, God really has to make, have a, do a transformation mm-hmm, mm-hmm. inside of us. He has to do an open heart surgery, yeah. if you will, um, in order to create in us a heart to mm-hmm. give because it's so easy. It's by nature. We have the propensity mm-hmm. to be selfish, as you stated. Um, so God has to give us that heart to give. And I really do want to um, piggyback on what you stated about uh, being around people who mm-hmm. are givers. And it has taught me a lot being around you and your wife and um, understanding that when we give out, you're not even looking for it back in return. Mm-hmm. And it is a blessing because you don't know who's going through at what time. Exactly. And like you said, it's not always financial. It's not always a materialistic mm-hmm. blessing. But just being able to sow a word of encouragement, mm-hmm. how important is that to uh, people? That That's major because you, you don't know what people are going through. You don't know what situation they had all week. You don't know what, what's going on in their household. But just to let them know that it was good to see you and I'm praying for you. And is there anything I can ever do for you? Don't ever hesitate to call. When you when you put yourself out like that, then people understand that you care about them. And, wow. and the only way that happens, though, and this is what you, you really want to hone in on. The only way that happens, though, is you get in the word and read about the scriptures of being blessed and giving. Wow. Once you get into those scriptures, then you, that gets in your system. Yes. You know, it gets in your heart. And then you want to go out and say, OK, what can I do to be a blessing? What can I do to, to sow a seed in someone's life for generations to come? Not for tomorrow, because what I need for tomorrow, only God can comp- uh, supply that anyway. But for generations to come, I got three kids. I got Dana, mm-hmm. Reggie and Jordan. Yes. So I got to sow seeds for generations. Wow. And that's something Dr. Wallace taught me. I didn't understand it. Uh, really, I didn't understand it until he passed on that he was sowing seeds for generations. Everyone he came in contact with, he made sure he was a blessing in their life some kind of way. Some type of way, yes. It was some way how he was making sure if he, if he talked to you, and you knew him obviously, when he talked to you, he was saying something prophetic or something to bless you or trying to give you something. You know? <clears throat> That's true. And I learned that uh, through him sowing, oh, wait a minute. He's someone for generations, you know. And when I'm not here, guess what? My kids are going to be blessed. You know why? 
because I sold for generations. Wow. And people don't understand that, and we don't talk about it, Mm-mm. but you can sow negative seeds for generations. Come on now, okay? now talk about so that. Say, Come so, on now. So you have to understand, when you're sowing some seeds out there, you want to sow the good seeds because your generation may get what you sowed before. And that's even with our words. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So, I mean, it, it, people don't really understand how powerful words are. They really don't. And this tongue is a, ter- is a, is a terrible thing to tame. And everybody, <laughs> everybody want to just say what comes to their mind. But what I found out is what's in a man's heart got to come out. Mm. So whatever's in your heart is going to come out. So in order to put something in your heart that you want to come out, then you got to read God's word about sowing and reaping and, and how to be a blessing. And there's so many scriptures about how to be a blessing and how God can bless you. But the main thing you want to do is you start on yourself as saying, I want to sow in every person's life I come in contact with. No matter who it is, there's something good I'm going to say to them to make them feel better about their day. You know, And that's so great for you to say that because we always, like, like we've already stated in this podcast, is that... Um, we always think of giving as an, it, we equate it to money mm-hmm. always or mm-hmm. something material. Right. But I just want to definitely um, highlight that you've stated um, it's so important to give words of encouragement, mm-hmm. words of wisdom, let people know that you care about them mm-hmm. because um, we have so, we're surrounded by negativity all the time anyway, you know, on our jobs, um, in our, uh, of course, our workplaces, our homes sometimes. Just negativity is everywhere. And then we go to church sometimes, we run into uh, maybe a bad seed or two. <laughs> and, <laughs> right, uh, right, right. <laughs> you know, and even, even at church, church I mean, right, let's, let's just right. be real. Yeah. Even at church, we, we run into people. People who are just, um, they're having a bad time themselves. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of spills over into the lives of other people. And so it's always good to hear um, encouragement. Mm-hmm. So, and again, and when we sow those seeds of encouragement as opposed to the seeds of discord, mm-hmm. that is when we can definitely be blessed. And mm-hmm. um, so we get the maximum benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, how, why should, um, how, how can we get this maximum benefit? Okay. Let's talk uh, about I, that. I, I, sh- I share this with... Uh... Carter, uh, who is it, uh, Arnell, and who else is on these uh, apps with me, uh, Zachariah, and I think Junius, all these guys are on this one app that we talk about, and every morning, I tell them to be a blessing to someone they don't know. Wow. You understand what I'm saying? Somebody mm-hmm. you don't know. Every day, I share it with them, you need to be a blessing to someone you don't know. If it's just buying them a tank of gas, or if it's just buying them a soda, or buying them a cup of coffee in the line, or I'll buy your groceries, or something like that. Every day, you need to bless somebody you don't know. Wow. And why is that important? Well, the important thing about that is then it tells your heart that you really do want to be a blessing. That's, that's number one. Because that's changing your heart now. Because I don't know these people. And then you know who's going to bless you back is not those folks because you don't even know them. So now you're, you're relying on God to bring the blessing back to you. Wow. That's why that's important. So now you have maximized it by saying, okay, I'm blessing this person. I see this person struggling with trying to get a cup of coffee. Okay. And I see this lady saying, all I need is $5 worth of gas. And we've all stood in line and said, I just need five. Now, you know she need more than five dollars worth of gas. <laughs> right. And you stand there with a pocket full of money. Going, Lord, well, you know her needs. Lord, make right? way. Right? <laughs> what so, so, and what happens is, is when you see that happening, right. the first thing to come in your heart is, you know what? Here, give, put ten on that. Give her another five. Here. And she'll go, huh? What? Really? And you say, right. go on, go on. I mean, because I, I can't tell you candidly that 
Um, there's no better feeling than being in that Starbucks line and somebody tells yeah. you when you drive up, it's almost like, man, I should have ordered a banana mm-hmm. bread too. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. you know, when they tell you that your coffee is paid for, there's yeah. nothing like that because, yeah. and, and, and you don't know them. Um, I, and I've always watched people when I paid for um, maybe their coffee behind uh, behind me, I look in my rear view mirror and I, and I love to watch their reaction um, because they're trying to figure out, well, who is this mystery person who just, they don't even call it sold a seed into my yeah, life. Yeah. But that's exactly, exactly what, what you've is. done. Exactly and you've sold something for someone. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it, it's just amazing to me how that can change the life of someone else. So we've learned how to maximize the benefit of, of sowing and the benefit of reaping. And I just want you to um, close this out by just telling us, um, just giving us some, some just great nuggets about what you have experienced as a giver. Oh, wow. Wow. That's, that's a hard question because uh, as a giver, what I've experienced, number one, uh, God has transformed my life, number one. And number two, he's blessed me with a wonderful wife, uh, Marilyn, who has helped me to do yes. what I needed to do when it comes to giving, when it comes to sowing, when it comes to just uh, the benefits of life and, and being married. He has blessed me that way. And then he's blessed my business, too. Because, uh, believe it or not, I don't advertise <clears throat> uh, for as business. I don't advertise at all. But what God has done, word of mouth, wow. has brought people to an establishment where I'm busier than I've ever been. Plus, I... <laughs> I, I need more workers that who, <laughs> who want to work. But so this is also um, an yeah, advertisement yeah, right. for exactly, um, employment. Right. Yeah, right. So, so, so he has blessed me to a degree that I don't have enough room to receive all the blessings he has wow. blessed me with. And I understand it is through my giving, but you have to remember this. If you give, it is given. It's mm. not yours anymore. And then you understand who's going to give back to you is God himself. Not the person you gave it to. And I think that's where people get confused. They think that, hey, since I gave this to you, you owe me something. That person owes me nothing. God owes me. Well, he don't really owe me, but he's gonna, he told me right. if I give, he'll give back to me. And if I, if I give with the right motives and the right heart, and that's the key too. I don't know if we touched on the motive of giving. And I want to share this and then I'm going to let you go. But the motive has to be pure. Yes. The motive has to be pure. The, uh, even though you know that if I give you something... And I look at my heart and say, God, I know you're going to supply my needs. And even if it's not necessarily money, and I don't want people to get caught up on money, but you can bless a person with money, but you can bless a person with just saying something nice. Or you can bless a person with a nice suit you just bought or a nice watch you just bought too. And you know they wear that size. But a lot of us don't want to do that because we're scared that, hey, I bought this and I love it and I just want it. So (laughs) that goes back to the selfish motive. But in order to change that in closing, in order to change that, you must get in God's word and ask him to change your heart. And don't just give to family members. Give Mm. to someone and you don't know. That is so important. If you give to someone you don't know, somebody don't know you're going to give back to you. And we close it with the law of reciprocity. Whatsoever man sowed, that shall he reap. And don't ever forget, people. Don't ever forget this. Be a blessing to someone you don't know. Wow. Well, I just want you to know that I have been very inspired today by this podcast. It is going to challenge my heart and then change my heart. I I consider myself a giver, but I don't think that... um, I have met that <laughs> level to that extent. You can give her a thousand dollar watch. Right. <laughs> I think that I have a little work to do. Um, just to be very open about that, very transparent. Yeah. Um, and you know, like it's easy to give what's easy to give. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's easy to give what's easy to, to give. give. If, if it's something that you know, it's easy to give. Um. 
then hey, but it's when, when easy you to un- give. But when you understand that, that God is the source, yes, then you don't have a problem giving. Wow. Because I got more watches that cost more than that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so, you do. So, you do. So, <laughs> so that's not an issue. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is, once you understand he's the source, then uh, you can give freely and know God will supply. Yes. And I thank you These so are much. These material for, things. I'm sorry. They're very material. Yeah. But you know what? That's what we struggle with. That's what we yeah. struggle with. So yeah. we have to talk about that. And um, a heart to give. And, and God, as he uh, continues to challenge us in the area of giving, because that is probably one of the most challenging areas that we have in the life of um, our just ourselves naturally and then the life of being a Christian. Um, that's why God told the, uh, Jesus told the rich young ruler, mm-hmm. if you want to be my disciple, yeah. if you want to follow after me, hey, go give away all your stuff, go sell it. Yeah. And we, we read in that passage of scripture where he hangs his head low. Mm-hmm. He's so disappointed. He does not want to uh, part ways Mm -hmm. with his things. And that is what we um, don't want to be guilty of so that we don't miss God. So I want to I want to meet God. I want to see him Mm -hmm. work through others on my behalf. That's something that I want to experience. So I appreciate you being here. I hope you had a (laughs) great time. And one more time, I want you to talk about your business. Just tell us where you're located. Give us the address of where you're located and and perhaps how we can be a blessing to Cooper Printing. Well, uh, my business is in Horn Lake, Mississippi, and the address is 1065 Goodman Road West, and that's Horn Lake 38637. And uh, we uh, are a company that believe that we can print anything except money. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our motto. We can do that. Uh, we don't print money, but we can print most of your needs. And then my thing is to, if you need something printed and you find that your printer cannot do it, please give us a call at 662-349-6675 and we'll try to take care of your needs. But we appreciate everyone who comes through and don't forget to be a blessing to someone you just don't know. Thank you so much for joining Uh, this segment of the podcast. It was entitled A Heart to Give with Reginald Cooper right here on Working the Dash with TK. We will see you at another time. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.